Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 292, and today's topic is another part of our reading of the book, The Tale of the Park Hill Crew, written by your very own host, Alicia Shanice. So y'all already know how we do. We about to get into it, break it down, dissect it like we do over here on this platform. Really quick, if you guys need to get in touch with me, my Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram is Alicia Shanice Reviews. Email is Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can always hit me up, inbox, DM, or email if you have any recap request with that being a tv show movie or docuseries or if you have any music any businesses or brands that you got going on let me know so i can support you how y'all support me and i want to you know promote you and um shout out your business your brand whatever you got going on and spread love back to you because i love whom loves me and i just love to support back i love to support back If you listen to the podcast on Spotify, can you please do me a favor and hit that follow button? It helps me out in tremendous ways. And while you're on Spotify, make sure you check out my music playlist. All you got to do is type in Shanice Loves. One playlist will populate. Click on the picture profile. It takes you to the rest of them. And I have every genre because your girl got some long range music ears. So we about to get into it and we're going to be reading pages 63 through 96 and this chapter is called Damien's World. So let's jump into the show and let's talk Park Hill. All I need is one mic. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice and I'm just coming in and checking in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit tbookedit, T-B-B-O-O-K-E-D-I-T. Follow them on Instagram, on Instagram, or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there.
cell of the Park Hill crew. Volume one. Tap into Alicia Shanice reviews. How you gonna have a clear mind when you was eight and see your sister die? Two years older than him, baby was ten, he held her in his arms. Traumatized the pain of losing siblings, that shit really hard. So I can't wanna play ball, but they don't pay off like the streets at all. On top of that, don't make it better that his daddy died. Not natural causes, young and pops committed suicide. Trying to get that monkey off your back, it's like a do or die. They say when it's your time, then it's your time, guess it was time for Carl. Terry a good mind, but losing kids is hard to cope with. Husband gone, son's in the street, no, she don't want this. Aside the others, out of three kids, so now he run shit. Cause dude's been doing crack, dealing with all these tragic moments. 1994 came up in Detroit, a real deep boy. Trying to teach his little brother to be the one and not the decoy. But got his little cousin out here trapping all in the streets for him. Yeah, the Jones, Big Burke, gon' tell the rest, just keep the beat going. Tales of the Park Hill Page 63, Damien's World. The officer escorts Damien to the detention center where he'll be staying. As the van drives to the center, Damien sits quietly, looking through the window and contemplating his life and how he got here, feeling like he was doomed from the cradle. Both of his parents have been negative influences from the beginning. His mom was 17 when she got pregnant with him and already came from a broken home herself. When she got with his dad, he was one of the biggest young drug dealers in the city before him and his crew got indicted. He got his mom hooked on his product, always trying to keep her out of his way, from his constant cheating and running the streets. When Slim got incarcerated, the fast life disappeared as well, leaving her stuck on welfare with the house she could barely afford. And she had to raise Damien alone. Her addiction worsened and eventually she turned to prostitution. Slim's mother, Mrs. Fisher, tried her best to help and even tried to get custody at one point. But Brenda fought hard to keep Damien because she didn't want the checks to stop. As the van approaches the detention center, Damien looks up at the large brown rundown building, shredding entering the facility. After getting his paperwork processed, the two officers walk him into his room with two other teenage boys. What's up, he says to the black boy lying on the bed. The boy looks at him, but doesn't say anything back. The other boy, a Mexican kid standing by the window, looks at him. What's up, man, he says as he walks over and gives him some dab. I'm Carlos, man. I'm D, Damien tells Carlos. 
That's Dale, says Carlos, as he points at the other boy. He don't hardly ever say shit, though. Damien looks at Dale awkwardly, trying to fill him out. What you in here for? Carlos asks. Damien just shakes his head. Goddamn gun charge and a little weed they found on me at school. What about you? Stealing cars. An officer walks in. It's 4.15. You girls get ready for child time, he says with a smirk on his face. What's up with him? Damien asks Carlos. He's an asshole, Carlos whispers. In the cafeteria, Damien sits next to Carlos. He uses this opportunity to ask about their other bunkie, Dale. He don't talk much. All I know is he got caught up with a robbery. Damn, dude looks familiar. I seen him before, Damien says. All I know is he from the north side, Carlos says, stuffing his face. What side of town you from, bro? The east side. After that, they eat quickly and head back to the room. Damien looks across the room and sees three dudes mean mugging him, but can't figure out where he knows them from. When he lies in bed that night, it dawns on him where he recognizes one of the boys from, the South Side. It's related to the big dope dealer that got killed from that score. No wonder he was the lookout for with the side and Trey. The beef with the two crews had died down a little after Trey was murdered. However, that was more because a large amount of their crew was locked up shortly after the murder and on RICO charges. They were already being investigated on, and a few others were murdered in a prior rivalry with another set. After a few weeks, the guys from the South Side had formed a strong alliance with all the other boys from their side of town. Damien and Carlos have become close. He notices how Carlos gets special treatment from some of the other inmates and some of the t- detention officers. Carlos's uncle, Julio, is one of the biggest connects in Detroit and runs the whole east side with mad connections. He's been running the game since the mid-80s. Carlos informs him he was doing a job for him when he got busted. Julio has some of the guards on his payroll and makes sure they look out for Carlos. Damien, he is a natural-born hustler and sees the bigger picture of befriending Carlos. His uncle has protection in there and money when he gets out. And if he can get him connected with his uncle, he's in. Dale, his other cellmate, starts staying staying close to them, but still hardly ever says a word. Damien can tell he has a sinister spirit in him and is all about the murder game and getting money. So, even with him hardly saying two words, Damien plays close to him as well with intentions on coming up when he gets released. He begins putting a plan together. One day, after breakfast, the group heads back to their first class. Damien walks back to his room to get his book when he was from the South Side, <clears throat> when one of the South Side dudes bumps into him. Watch out, nigga, he says, mean mugging Damien. Nigga, you watch the fuck out, Damien yells. The dude from the South Side nods, his, nods to his homie behind him. Damien turns around and the other South Side dude punches Damien in the face. Three other dudes from the South Side crew run up 
and they start jumping Damien. Dale appears out of nowhere, pulls a razor out his mouth, and starts slashing at the boys. Carlos runs up and helps. A big brawl breaks out in the hallway with other inmates who are not in either crew, but picking a different side. All the guards rush in and break the large fight up. that, Damien, Carlos, and Dale form a brotherhood, having each other backs day in and day out. Carmen and Shaquem walk into the house one day after school, while Asad is hanging up the phone just seconds after they enter. What's going on? Shaquem asks. We still working on trying to get Cuz out. That was the lawyer on the phone. He said it's looking better than he expected, though. This is first offense, but if he gets out early, that little nigga gonna have to go to an alternative school. He probably have to do some community service, but it might be one more problem now. What happened? Shaquem asked. He got into a fight in there that goes against his behavior points. What? With who? Shaquem yells. And I don't know. He ain't called because he lost his phone privileges. Don't trip. I got a visit coming up with Granny next week. I'll find out what happened. Damn, Shaquem says. Carmen reaches over and hugs him. I'm sure he all right, Sha. Look, I gotta go or I will miss my bus to my uncle's house. He already behind schedule on getting his music tape out for the group next week. Shaquem turns to his side. Can I use the whip to take her over her uncle's crib so she don't have to take the bus? Go on ahead. How long y'all gonna be? Shaquem looks over at Carmen. How long do you need to be there? I could probably wait on you so you don't have to catch the bus back. Maybe two hours at the most, she says. Go on ahead. Just come back soon. Soon as y'all done, I got some moves to shoot. Thank you, aside, Carmen tells him. You're welcome, baby girl. Go on ahead so y'all don't be late. When Shaquem and Carmen make it over Stone's house, he walks up to them, smoking his stogie cigar. I'm sorry I'm late, Uncle, Carmen says, giving him a hug. Mm-hmm. Who was your little friend, he asks. That's my boyfriend, Shaquem. He gave me a ride so I didn't have to catch the bus. He also Damien cousin. Uncle Stone looks Shaquem up and down. The boyfriend, huh? My sister told me a lot about you, he says, puffing on his cigar. Shaquem laughs nervously as Uncle Stone continues staring him up and down for a moment. You treating my niece right? Yes, sir, Shaquem answers with a quickness. Okay, I'm going to take your word on that. Well, let's get started, little lady. The booth is all yours. You have a seat right here, young blood, Stone tells Shaquem. Carmen steps into the booth, nervous. This is her first time singing in front of Shaquem. As she sings, Shaquem sits back, so surprised and amazed by her beautiful voice. Three older guys in their 30s walk downstairs. 
They all give Uncle Stone and Shaquem some dap. Damn, Stone, your niece is talented, one of the guys says. Young blood, Carmen was telling me you rhyme a little, Stone says to Shaquem. He chuckles. I, I, I do a little bit, but I just be playing around, you know, freestyling. You must do more than that. She was so excited to bring you over here the last time she was supposed to come. But something came up, and I had to go out of town for a few weeks. Then one of my group members had some shit going on. Yeah, my cousin was trying to get me over here too. He's real interested in producing one day. Oh yeah? I took a liking into him when he came here the last time. He a fast learner too, Stone tells him. Yeah, he loves all this type of stuff, says Shaquem. Well, you gonna let me hear something? Or you gonna sit there acting shy? Shaquem nods in submission. Can I get a breed to freestyle too? Stone calls to his crew. Then he looks over at Shaquem. Hold on a minute. I got a little something for you, he says. Carmen steps out of the booth. Uncle, do you need me to do it over? No, that was perfect, baby girl. Stone goes over to his keyboard and starts playing a beat. He turns it up and gives Shaquem the cue. Go on ahead, young blood. The floor is yours. Shaquem takes a deep breath and walks slowly onto the booth. He starts rapping and shortly after gets the feel of it. Stone sits back surprised at how talented he is. When Shaquem steps out, he looks at Stone for his approval. But Stone just stares at him for a moment, not saying a word. Did you think I sounded straight? Shaquem asked him. I like what I heard, young blood. Shit, we might have some here. He smiles and fires up his blunt. Well, thanks, baby girl. I'll call you for another session, he says to Carmen. As soon as I get to work with these fellas on some new stuff. Okay, uncle, she says, giving him a hug. Thanks for letting me play around in the booth, Shaquem says, giving Stone a handshake. I won't call that playing around, young blood. There's some talent there, son. Can I come back next time too then? For sure. That'd be cool, Stone tells him. As Carmen and Shaquem ride home, they're both so excited. Shaquem looks over at Carmen with a big Kool-Aid smile on his face and says, We should start a group, bae. I ain't know you could sing like that, and your uncle seemed cool as hell. I was nervous for a minute, especially when he said your mom told him about me. Carmen laughs. He cool, and he got a lot of connections, too. I could tell he was digging your skills, Shy. A few weeks later, Damien is released on the grounds of attending an alternative school and checking in with his probation officer every month. Carmen, Shaquem, and Damien start going to the studio on a daily basis, working with Stone. He begins teaching Damien how to produce and work with different sound engineering equipment. He tells them about all the famous people he met while he was in the music game back in Atlanta back in the day, along with his plans on opening up a nightclub for rap battles and local performance shows. Shaquem starts bringing Kato and Lucky along as well, and they start rapping and form their group name, Park Hill. Damien makes the beats and add ad-libs to all the songs. Carmen sings the hooks. One night, after Damien and 
and Lucky leave the studio, they go over to Shaquem's house to play the game. In the back, Kim yells to the top of her lungs at a side as he storms out of the house. Shaquem walks out of the house on a porch to check on him. Asad takes a deep breath and lights up his blunt. Good, bro? Shaquem asks him. Yeah, that bitch just getting on my nerves, he tells him. What's she tripping for now? She's a bitch. It's in her nature, Asai says, frustrated. Shaquem laughs. She pissed I gotta take a trip in the morning. For real? Where you going? Ohio. It's just for, for the weekend, little bro. What's in Ohio? Got a new connect. It's a big deal for us. I can make big moves fucking with him. Damn, that's what's up. Who rolling down there with you? Shaquem asked him. I need niggas with me I can trust. So just Schoon and Dre. Shaquem loves money. Why is she tripping if it's just a business move? Young Shaq, that's a female for you. As soon as you have a baby with a broad, they turn into a different person. She also don't stress school. She think he grimy. And of course, thinks I'm trying to go fuck with some bitches down there too. Do you trust him for real though? I mean, he hasn't been around that long, Shaquem says hesitantly. The side chuckles. <laughs> He's solid. But I'm proud of you, little brother. You know that, right? Shaquem looks at him and smiles. What I do to be proud of? Asai laughs. <laughs> you move smart. I do all this street shit so you don't have to. This ain't for you. Believe me, you, you gonna be somebody. And one day we gonna look back and be like, damn, we overcame all that bad shit. That's why I'm always so hard on you and keep telling you to focus on school and ball. I'm gonna make you proud aside. I appreciate everything you do for me. I always will be here for you. Look at you. You doing your thing at the studio. You got your little girlfriend. Shit, you the man, little homie. Aside tells him as if he's a proud dad. Shaquem smiles. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have made it this far, bro. You the one always taking care of me. Always. We all we got. Man, let me get in here. Hopefully she'll shut the fuck up so I can get some sleep. I gotta hit the road in the AM. Shaquem laughs. I'll hold it down while you gone for the weekend. They give each other a hug. As Asad is walking into the house, he throws Shaquem his car keys. The car is yours while I'm gone. We got a rental, but just be careful. Thanks, bro, Shaquem says excited. On Sunday night at Shaquem's house, the phone rings. Kim answers. Hello.
Yep, she says with an attitude. Beep, the line goes. Clicking the call over. Kim sighs. <sighs> Yo, bae, a sigh says on the other line, as if he's in distress. What happened aside, Kim asks. We got pulled over on the way back. I need your help. I got to get a lawyer. ASAP, he says quickly. You still in Ohio? Yeah. I thought you was leaving back out last night. What the fuck happened? He takes a deep breath. <sighs> we decided to stay one more night. I ain't even do shit. The cop put me, the cop pulled me over for a fucking slow roll when it stopped. Just on some bullshit. Was anything in the car? <sighs> Fuck yeah. Man, I need a lawyer. She starts to panic. I knew this fucking trip was a bad idea, she says hysterically. Look, I'm already stressed out in here. Don't start. Just get me a lawyer. And when I get home, you can yell and all your shit you do. <sighs> I got you, she says more calmly. Bet. I love you. Kiss little man for me. Lays who she tells him. They hang up the phone. When Shaquem walks in the house and finds Kim crying on the couch, he asks her what's wrong. They got aside, she says, crying. Shaquem's eyes get big and watery. His heart starts to beat, racing, as if he's having a panic attack. The first thing that comes to his mind is his brother was killed. What you mean they got him? What happened? Kim calms down to catch her breath. He got pulled over and they took him to jail. Shaquem feels a sense of release, knowing that his brother is still alive. You call a lawyer, he asked her. Yeah, but they found a lot of bricks in the car. I don't know how much this gonna be. I told his ass not to go, she says, crying. You call granny? Yeah. We're going to go see a bondsman in the morning. Ain't nothing we can do tonight. Shaquem walks in the back room. He starts crying, fearing the worst for his brother, especially knowing the moves he went down there to make. He already knows it's not looking good. Two weeks pass by, and Assad is still stuck in the Genesee County Jail in Ohio with his family, struggling to come up with the bail money. The weekend approaches, and Lucky talks Damien and Shaquem into coming to a party with him that Friday night. When they arrive, it's the normal four. Shaquem, Damien, Kato, and Lucky. As they walk through the crowd, Lucky notices a dude standing by the dance floor filling up on some girl. Ho-ass motherfucker, Lucky says me mugging the dude. Who you talking about, bro? Damien asks him. Black bitch ass. He replies, referring to Monica's older boyfriend. Fuck that nigga. Don't sweat that shit, bro, Damien tells him. Shortly after, Carmen, Tasha, and Monica walk in. Shaquem is caught off guard, seeing the girls walk in. What the hell is Carmen doing here? He says to the rest of the fellas. Shit, I ain't even know Monica was coming tonight, Lucky tells him. The girls walk up to them. What's up, y'all? They all say. 
Shaquem looks at Carmen with the meme of, Why you ain't tell me you was coming in here tonight? He asks her as if he's mad. I didn't know until last minute. I was over Tasha's house. She asked me to ride with her. I was on the phone with Monica and she wanted to come too, Carmen tells him. Man, whatever. Shaquem says nonchalant. What? You mad at me for coming or something? I've been calling you all day, but you've been ignoring my calls for some reason. Nah, I ain't been ignoring your calls. I've been busy all day. Stop lying. You know you're the only reason you came in here to see what I was doing, Shaquem tells me. Boy, ain't nobody come to see you or to see what you was doing. I'm hanging out with my girls. You do you. Shaquem kisses her on the cheek. They smile at each other and separate. As the night goes on, Damien stands in his normal corner by the bathroom making sales with Kato on the side trying to highlight every girl that passes by. On the other side of the party, Carmen and Tasha dance and bob their heads to the music. What's up, y'all? Says the guy walking up to them. Hey, Malik, Carmen says. I haven't seen you in so long, she goes on to say. I just moved back in town. I'm staying with my dad for the rest of the school year. That's cool. I haven't seen you since like the sixth grade, Carmen says. Yeah, it's been a minute. I'm living back in the old neighborhood and everything. Tasha told me you moved to the north side now. What's up with that? Leaving us like that, he says laughing. Shaquem appears and bumps into Malik aggressively. You ready to go? He asks Carmen. I'm ready to go. Shaquem, I ain't right with you. You leaving with me, though. All right, Shaquem, Carmen says, as Malik stands there awkwardly from Shaquem's demeanor. Malik blurts out, I'll holler at y'all later, and gives Tasha a hug, and attempts to give Carmen a hug as well. However, when he notices the mean mug on Shaquem's face, he bags up. It was good seeing you, Carmen. You too, Malik, she says, smiling. She then looks over at Shaquem and give him, gives him a hard glare. Let's go, Shaquem barks. Bye. I ain't ride here with you, Shaquem. You ain't even look happy to see me when I walked in here. You ain't ride here with me, but we out together. <sighs> Tasha, we chilling in my crib for a while. You can follow us if you want. He swiftly walks off after barking his orders. Girl, I swear, I do not see how you deal with him, Tasha says. He can be a trip sometimes, girl. I know. Let's just go. They all end up over Shaquem's house. Damien and Kato sit at the table in the basement counting money and bagging weed up. Lucky Monica and Tasha sit on the couch beside them watching TV. Shaquem and Carmen argue in his room. Why the hell you why the hell you think it was cool to embarrass me like that? Shaquem. Because everybody in a D know you my girl. And you got this nigga all up in your fucking face. First of all, I grew up with him. All he did was come up and speak. I haven't seen him since elementary school. Shaquem scoffs at her. Whatever, man. Boy, you got some nerve. You dog me out nonstop, and I'm still always there for you. All the shit you go through, 
and you tripping because of a childhood friend saying hi? He looks at her, not saying anything. So now you're just not going to say nothing, she says. Shaquem continues to sit there, unresponsive. You know what? I ain't got time for this. I'm going home. As she walks off, Shaquem grabs her arm. Don't leave, Mocha. Look, I'm sorry. I mean, you legit on everything you're saying. And you know you, you know you all I got. She looks at him, feeling sorry for him like she always does. Look, Mocha, I know I've been acting funny lately. It's just not looking good for my brother and shit. He got me fucked up right now. Sorry for taking it out on you. It's okay. I know you have a lot on your mind. Man, when I looked over there and seen you talking to dude, it pissed me off. <laughs> I love you too, Shaquem. But I'm getting tired of you treating me like shit. You do this all the time. You're right. I'm gonna go do I'm gonna do better. I swear. You my boo. You know that, right? They kiss and head downstairs to join everybody in the basement. Carmen and Shaquem cuddle on the couch while Damien and Lucky play the game. Kato sits on the couch next to Tasha, all in her ear, trying to holler at her as usual. Monica sits on the chair with an attitude, repeatedly redialing Black's phone number while he sends her a voicemail. When she finally gives up calling him, she sits there annoyed. Does anybody know who that chick was? Asked Monica. She kept being all in Black's face all fucking night. She goes on to say, some big booty bitch, Lucky says nonchalant. Shut the fuck up, she yells. He laughs and says, you need to leave that punk ass motherfucker alone. I'm going to end up robbing him. Damien chuckles. <laughs> I'm with that shit, Luck. Dude sitting on some big shit. Monica rolls her eyes, annoyed with the entire room. Hey, y'all tell this nigga Shaquem he need the battle dude who be over Carmen Uncle Crib. He just got out of juvie, too, says Damien. Who is he? asks Kato. He one of Stone's homeboys, his little brother. Stone was telling us they, gon they be going back and forth talking about who the coldest out of him and Shy. Shy, you ain't scared, is you? asks Kato. I ain't scared of shit, Shaquem says. Why you ain't asked me to come to the studio? Tasha asks Damien. Him and Shaquem both look at each other and start laughing. Why y'all laughing, Tasha asks. I keep telling y'all Tasha nice with her rhymes. She got mad skills, Carmen tells them. She ain't from Park Hill, says Damien. You and this Park Hill thing. If that's the case, I'm not from Park Hill either. I ain't moved over here till I was about 12. Damien shakes his head. Ain't the same thing. You live in this hood. You loyal as hell. And you shy girl. Damien, she doesn't live over here. But she one of my best friends ever since elementary school. 
Shaquem takes a deep breath. Here you go again with that elementary shit, he says. Shut up, Carmen says as she punches him in the chest. Shaquem laughs and starts kissing her on the cheek. For real though, D, listen to her, Carmen says trying to persuade Damien and to give Natasha a chance to join the group. Damien has already appointed himself the leader of the group. Okay, spit some right now. You want to get down with the group? Spit some right now. I don't want to do it right now. You putting me on the spot. How the hell you want to go to the studio then? It be deep in there. None of that shy shit. Let me hear something now. Go on ahead, Tosh. You got this. Show me your skills, Carmen says, hyping her up. Tasha sits there for a moment, trying to build her courage up. She starts freestyling off her head. Shaquem notices how nice she is and starts freestyling after her, with Kato hyping them both up. They all end up telling Tasha how nice she is and give her some props. So I can be down with the group or not, she asks. I ain't gonna go that far, but we might could put you on a few songs or something. I mean, we ain't got no female rapper on the team. You got to earn that spot to be in this group, Damien tells her. She smiles due to she has a crush on Damien. A few nights later, Shaquem, Damien, and Lucky smoke in a car before going in the suits into Stone's house. Shaquem has finally decided to battle Dante, Stone's homie Rick's son, who was just released from Juvie. Stone's been bragging Shaquem's styles, his skills, and causing Rick for them to go back and forth about who was the better MC out of the two. So Stone sets up a battle in his basement. You ain't scared, is you? Damien asks Shaquem. Hell no, I ain't scared, Shaquem answers. We out then, Lucky says, opening the door. The three boys walk downstairs into the studio. What's up, young bloods? Stone says, walking over to them. He gives each of them a handshake with his cigar in his mouth. What up, unk? They all say. I keep telling this nigga Rick, they ain't ready for Lil Shaquem. Dante walks up to Shaquem, and they shake hands. Don't take this ass whooping personal, he says to Shaquem, laughing. Yeah, okay, homie, Shaquem responds nonchalant. Stone turns up a beat. And Dante and Shaquem go 10 rounds, almost neck to neck. But Shaquem is crowned the king by the guys in the pack studio with all of them hyping both boys up. Even Rick has to admit how talented Shaquem is. We need to put them on a joint together, Rick tells Stone. Yeah, I got some plan for these little niggas. It's going to make all, also, it's going to make my spot jump off. What new spot? Asked Dante. I bought a building on Clio Road. I'm naming it The Box. It's going to be for shows and battling where all the battle rappers can come. <clears throat> right in the D. Straight up, they all say excitedly. Man, that's going to be so dope, Shaquem says. Yup, going to be like tonight, but where all the crews come. And we host weekly battles and shows, Stone goes on to tell them. Yeah, Stone, you got something here with this one, my nigga, Rick tells him. The studio starts to take off. 
and I see a bigger picture, said Stone. Plus, I keep letting all these little niggas come in my spot where I stay and lay my head at. Yeah, I gotta get a building. I feel you on that, Rick says. When you gonna have it up and running? Damien asked him. Couple more weeks, young blood. After everyone leaves, Damien, Shaquem, and Lucky end up at the studio. Almost half of the night working on beats and mixes with Stone. I want y'all to know, Park Hill gonna be my first priority in there. Y'all gonna be the kings of this battle shit in the D, Stone tells them, sitting there smiling as if he's picturing it all in his head vividly. While Carmen is at her house studying, someone knocks on her front door. When she gets up and looks out the window, she sees his Monica and lets her in. As soon as she lays eyes on her, she can tell she's been crying and has a busted lip. Hey girl, can I come in for a minute? Yeah, of course. What happened to your face? Monica looks at her without saying a word. Black did this to you, didn't he? Carmen asked her. Girl, it was my fault. I kept getting in his face. But I can't go home like this. Carmen sighs. Come on in here. Let's get you cleaned up. She takes her to the bathroom. Monica sits there quiet and with a look of embarrassment and heartbreak all over her as Carmen cleans her face. Ramonica, this is too much. You don't need to be going through all of this. But this was really my fault. I shouldn't have gone to his house tripping anyway. I don't think you understand. He really does love me. Carmen just listens to her talk foolishly while she cleans her rooms. Please, Carmen, you can't tell anybody about this. If Lucky find out, he gonna try to do something to Black. And that's gonna start something much bigger. Well, what you gonna tell them happened to your face? I'll just tell them I got into a fight with some girls and they jumped me. Just please don't say anything. I swear to you, I will not tell a soul. I just wish you would leave him alone. If it happens again, I'll leave him. I promise. After Carmen cleans her rooms, Monica goes home, feeding her mom and brother her story. Carmen doubts that any of them will buy it, though. Damien starts hanging at the studio on a daily basis. Panstone studio time. Now stop working on his producing and making beats. He starts rapping a little too. Stone begins taking a liking into Damien, taking him on as his young prodigy and mentoring him. He spends so much time in the studio with, with Stone that Stone just lets him stay there even when no one is home. And he does that for no one else. On the plus side for Damien, there's always people rolling in and out of the studio who need some weed or some blow. So not only is he getting a music education, but money as well, which is what he's all about. One day, Stone walks down to the studio while Damien is down there working. You about ready for your first show this weekend? He asks him. Hell yeah, Damien says. That's what I'm talking about, young blood. 
Stone reaches under the table and pulls out a plate from under the couch and starts sniffing the lines of cocaine. Damien just looks at him. He's never seen Stone do blow before. The only thing any of his boys had ever seen him do was smoke weed and his cigar. You want a bump of this young blood? Nah, I'm good, huh? Not my style. Stone laughs. <laughs> I feel you, young blood. I feel you. I used to say the same thing when I was your age. Make sure you stay that way. You dig? Damien nods. The phone rings and Stone answers. Yeah, he here. Hold on a minute, Stone says, handing the phone to Damien. Boy, we just waiting on you, Carmen says over the phone. Me and Shaquem was going to the movies, and you asked me to braid your hair. Oh, shit. My bad. I got into my music flow, and it slipped my mind, sis. I'm going to kick your butt. It's already going to be hard catching this stuff up, she says, joking. Y'all can go ahead and go to the movies. Can you do it tomorrow for me, though? Yeah, that's cool. Just come when I get out of school. After the movies, Carmen and Shaquem go to the burger joint. As they're waiting on their food in the lobby, Monica walks in with Black. Hey, y'all, Monica says. What's up, Monica? They both say. What you up to? Carmen asks her. Just about to get something to eat and go over Black House. What y'all about to do? We just left the movies. Shaquem about to take me home. Carmen says, while looking at Black Funny. The girl working behind the counter hands Shaquem their food. All right, Monica, call me when you get back home. Okay, girl, I will. Shaquem and Carmen walk out the burger joint. Why the hell that little bitch was looking at me like that? Black asked Monica. She was not. What are you talking about? Yeah, okay. Quit running your mouth to them motherfuckers about our business, he barks at her. In the car, Carmen asked Shaquem why he was being so dry to Monica. She's stupid. That nigga be whooping her ass, he says in a disappointed tone. Carmen doesn't respond to his comment due to her secrecy to Monica. Over at Carmen's house, her and Shaquem sit at the table eating. Let's go to the mall tomorrow. Let's go to the mall tomorrow after I pick you up from school, Shaquem says. So you ain't going to school again? She asks him. Nope, I'm not. You ain't been to school in over a week. What's going on? Got a lot of shit on my mind with my brother. The lawyer was saying it ain't looking good. I'm sorry, baby, she says, rubbing his leg. I ain't want to say anything, but bitch-ass coach kicked me off the team because my grades were slipping. Right now, my mind's saying, fuck school. Why are you just now telling me this? She says, concerned. Shaquem just shakes his head. I don't know. Shit just makes it worse when I talk about it. I know how much you love playing basketball, Shaquem. But that don't mean you have to quit school. I can help you get your grades back on track. 
I can't think about that shit right now. But I do appreciate your help. Listen to me, Shaquille. Please don't give up on school. You know Asad would be mad just at the thought of you thinking about dropping out. I ain't say all that, Shaquem said standing up. And maybe that's why I ain't say nothing. I don't want to hear no lectures. It's my life. Damn, he yells. I know it's your life, Shaquem. Look, I won't be able to go to the mall tomorrow anyway. I'm sorry. Why you can't go? Because I ain't going to school? No, that is not it. Remember, I promised Damien I would braid his hair right after school. I think it's long enough where I can catch it up now. Shaquem sits there quietly. What's wrong? Why you get quiet? He shrugs. You think my hair long enough to grip? He asks her in a jealous tone. I told you, yes, I can grip it up. Well, when you gonna braid mine? Friday after school, so it can be fresh for the show. Man, whatever. Why are you tripping on me like this, Shaquem? He puts his head down. Carmen, my pops and sister is dead. They don't look like my brother coming home. My mama mind is gone. You all I got. I think I just be thinking one day I'm going to lose you too. I mean, damn. I don't even have ball no more. My dribble was my life. Shaquem, look at me. He looks her in the eyes. I'm yours. It's gonna always be me and you. I love you so much. You the most loyal person I ever met. I don't even deserve you. He tells her as he kisses her all over her neck. Yes, you do, Carmen says, reassuring him. The next day at Lucky's house, him and Shaquem are sitting in the living room playing the game as Monica storms into the house, slamming the front door. What the fuck wrong with you? Lucky asks her. What the hell did you say to Black when he called for, my, for me the other day? told that motherfucker if he puts his hands on you again he dead lucky tells her he never put his hands on me i told you i got into some fight with some girls that night stop lying you ain't getting to no damn fight with no girls lucky yells that old ass nigga too old for you anyway shakim tells her this ain't got nothing to do with you shakim stay the fuck out of my business you know what it don't got nothing to do with me I'm out of line, but I do look at you like a sister, though. Well, I'm not your fucking sister. Worry about Carmen and Damien fake bro-sis relationship. Her big-ass mouth is probably the one who lied to y'all about Black putting his hands on me anyways. Shut the fuck up, Lucky yells. What the fuck that's supposed to mean? Shaquem asks her. It don't mean shit. Just tell your big mouth ass girlfriend to stay out of my business. Shaquem takes a deep breath. <sighs> I'm out, bro. I'll holler at you tonight. Shaquem says, giving Lucky some dap. And walking next door over Carmen's, where she is braiding Damien's hair. 
She opens the door, happy to see him. Hey, bae, she says cheerfully. What's up, he says in a dry demeanor. She can tell he's irritated as he sits on the couch, me mugging her and Damien. Damien sits on a chair with Carmen behind him braiding his hair. What up, cuz? Damien asks him. Shit. Shaquem answers nonchalant. Damien can sense he's in a bad mood. Where you coming from? Lucky crib. Damn, Carmen, you ain't done yet? Almost, Shaquem. What's wrong with you? I said ain't shit wrong with me. The room gets quiet with awkward tension in the air, leaving Damien and Carmen confused. Damien just takes a deep breath. What's wrong, fam? You hear something from the lawyer or something? Nah, we supposed to go into his office next week. Okay. Carmen told me <clears throat> y'all was going to the mall. I'm going to roll with y'all. I want to get another shirt for the show. Shaquem sits there, not saying a word, still mean mugging the both of them and his blood boiling with what Monica's words playing back and forth in his head, referring to them. Why the fuck you always asking my girl to do something for you? Shaquem blurts out. Carmen's eyes get big, looking at Shaquem like he's lost his mind. What? Damien asks him. You heard me. You always asking my bitch to do a favor for you or hold something for you. Always finding a way to be over here. First of all, who the fuck you calling a bitch, Carmen yells. Damien stands up and so does Shaquem. Both of them get in each other's face. Carmen jumps between them. Chill out, y'all. Please, Shaquem. What the hell is wrong with you? Move, Carmen. Shaquem yells and pushes her on the couch. Damien pushes Shaquem in the chest. Nigga, what the fuck wrong with you? Why you come over here acting like this? Shaquem catches his grip and punches Damien in the face. He falls back and they start fighting, falling into Carmen's mom's glass coffee table, breaking it. Stop! Y'all tearing my mama house up, Carmen yells. With tears coming down her face, they both stop and get off each other. Man, fuck both of y'all, Shaquem yells, storming out the house. Carmen sits on the couch crying while Damien attempts to catch his breath. He reaches in his pocket and throws her some money. Here, sis, just put my hair on the table. Tell your moms I'm sorry. I got one more braid. Just let me finish it. Damien picks the chair up off the floor and she finishes his hair. You still coming to the show? He asks her. No, it's over. I ain't fucking with him no more. I swear I can't take this shit no more. Don't trip, see. That nigga just on some bullshit today. I'll talk to him for you. Come on, you can't miss the show. It's your uncle's spot. He finally opening it up. You a part of this too. It ain't no way you can miss out. I probably rolled through there with Tasha, she says. All right, bet. I'm out. I'll check on you later. He gives her a hug and leaves. Carmen walks next door as Lucky is coming out of the house. What's up, Carmen? 
Lucky, do you know what's wrong with Shaquem? Nah, what happened? He came over after he left your house flipping out on me for no reason. And him and Damien got to fighting. <sighs> Monica punk ass made a comment that might have got to him. All because she was on some defensive shit because that whole ass nigga black um, was whooping her ass. What did she tell him? I don't know. Carmen, just, just some shit about you and Damien having a secret thing or something. Why would she say that? Where the fuck is she at? Carmen yells angrily. She ain't even here. Black bitch ass just picked her up. She already knows how jealous he is. Why would she do me like that? Carmen says as if she wants to cry. Carmen, she just got backed up in a corner and your name came up. I don't know what her stupid ass was thinking. I'll talk to him for you, though. Everybody knows how much that nigga loves you. No, don't talk to him. It's over this time after the way he came to my house acting. You know how Shaw is, Carmen. He gonna apologize when he calms down. You already know this. I'll just talk to you later, Luck. I'm about to head back in the house to clean this mess up before my mama get off work. All right. Sorry about all this, see. When Sha Kim gets to Kato's house, Kato is sitting on the porch on the phone. Kato daps him up and speaks into the phone again. Hold on for a minute, baby, Kato tells the girl on the phone. Sha, give me a ride on the east side. She says she got a friend over there. Bet I need to get out of the hood for a minute anyways. Kato gets back on the phone and tells the girl he and Shaquem are on their way. When they make it over there on the east side and walk into the girl's house, Nikki, a slim, light-skinned girl, opens the door. About time. We've been waiting for y'all, she says. My bad, baby. We had to hit a few corners and handle some business. It's my homeboy, Shaquem, Kato says. He gives her a hug as they enter. Hey, Shaquem, I'm Nikki, and it's my friend, Keisha. What's up with y'all? Shaquem says, smiling. Y'all can sit down. Don't just stand there, Keisha tells them. Kato sits next to Nikki, and they start feeling all up on each other. Shaquem sits next to Keisha on the couch. So, Nikki was telling me y'all performing at this new spot this weekend? She says to Shaquem. Yeah, Saturday night, Shaquem tells her. Yeah, I was telling you. But I ain't I ain't just want to invite myself. What's up with that, Kato says. Yeah, I was telling you. But girl, I ain't got no goddamn invite myself. What's up with that, Kato? Nikki says. Damn, baby, I was going to invite you. Calm down, Kato says, laughing. I'm just saying, I'm supposed to be your girl, right? Here you go, Kato says smoothly. Shaquem, you performing too, right? Keisha asks. Before Shaquem can answer her question, Kato interrupts. Shaquem is the group. Me and Luck just the hype man. Our boy Damien, he be mixing all our shit. He the DJ. 
chill, bro. I just be fucking around. I ain't no real rapper. We just do this for fun, Shaquem says. Whatever, bro. You know you about to be the king of this battle shit in Detroit. And your dribble right on the court, Kato says to him. Shaquem sighs. I ain't playing ball no more. Damn, you don't play ball no more? You were the team. I used to see you, Keisha says. Hell no, I got kicked off the team. My grades went down after my brother got locked up. Barely go to school now. Oh, dang. Sorry to hear that. Is your girl going to the show with you this weekend? Asked Keisha. I don't have no girl, Shaquem answers abruptly, still angry at Carmen. Kato looks at him with a surprised look. However, brushes it, brushes it off, knowing Shaquem cheats all the time, but still appalled, straight denouncing Carmen altogether. I thought you had a girlfriend that you've been with for a while, Keisha says. Who told you that? Everybody. Well, I guess listening to everybody ain't a good idea, huh? Well, can I come see you perform? Ain't nobody stopping you, he says laughing. The boys sit with the girls a little while longer and head back to their hood. While driving back, Shaquem thinks about the events of the day. He's stressed out because he knows it ain't looking good for a side. His whole world is turning upside down once again, just like it did when he was eight years old. Hey, bro, I ain't ready to head to the crib yet, he tells Kato. Shit, where you trying to go? Kato asks him. Let's head over Stone Crib. Bet, I'm with that. When they arrive, Stone opens the door. Music blares from downstairs. Sup, young bloods? The hell y'all doing here? We was just seeing if we could fuck around in a booth for a while. We was out and about. Stone chuckles to himself. <laughs> it's past y'all bedtimes, ain't it? Come on in. He moves out of the way so they can go downstairs. When they get down there, Rick and two other older guys sit at the table playing dominoes with the younger lady sitting on the stool next to Stone. He turns down the stereo. It's all yours. Go on ahead in the booth, young bloods, says Stone. My little partner's back, Rick says, as he slams one of the dominoes down on the table. Domino, motherfucker. The boys walk over to the booth and cut on the beat Damien made for them. Kato taps Shaquem on the shoulder as he notices Stone sitting at the table breaking down some cocaine and snorts a line off the table. The others join in. Shaquem stares at them as they all get high. Rick notices them looking over. Y'all little niggas want a bump of this? Nah, I'm good, says Kato. But thanks, though. All Shaquem can think about is the last phone conversation he had with his brother. Asad said his case was not looking good and informed him that one of his homeboys who rode to Ohio with him 
ended up snitching and telling everything. Now he's facing double digit. Shaquem's life flashes by him. Yeah, I want some. You sure about that? Young blood, this ain't no candy here, Stone says. Shaquem walks over to the table and snorts a line while Kato stares at him in disbelief. He then goes back into the booth, feeling frozen for a moment, and starts spitting like he's never rhymed before, letting all of his aggression out that he's been holding in. Kato ends up doing a line too and instantly takes a liking into it. When Shaquem makes it home in the middle of the night, He's unable to go to sleep, feeling like he's in space. He lies in bed in the dark, staring up at the ceiling. The words, belly of the beast, keeps replaying in his head as he thinks of his brother and sees flashes of Carmen's face. He feels like he's losing his mind. He falls asleep suddenly and then wakes up an hour later with chills. When he gets up out of bed the next morning, he walks down to Damien's house. After Damien opens the door and sees Shaquem, he steps out on the porch. What's good, fam? Damien says dryly. I apologize. Because I was out of line yesterday. Damien's mug quickly turns into a smile. You good, fam? I know you got a lot of shit going on. Shaquem smiles and they give each other a brotherly hug and some dap. You know your ass was tripping yesterday. And you know damn well I would never try nothing with Carmen. I look at her like a sister. Plus, that type of shit right there goes against the cold. Shaquem shakes his head. I know. I let Monica crazy ass get in my head. I was all over the place. But I think I just need a break from Carmen for a minute anyways. Hey, it's your life, bro. By the way, where you disappeared to yesterday? Me and Kato went over some bra's house on the east side. Then we rode over Stone's crib. He let us fuck around in the booth. Straight up? I wish I would have known. I would have rolled over to the studio with y'all. It was the spirit of moment type shit. I wasn't ready to come back to the hood after leaving them hoes house. Damien chuckles. We still got to go to the mall for shirts to wear this opening this weekend. And now you and Carmen beefing. We all supposed to have our shit braided. Fuck it. I'm rocking this fro. They both laugh. Later that evening... Damien is hanging at the hood store with Abdul. Carmen walks in and asks for a pack of Newport 100s. You smoking now, huh? Damien asks. Boy, shut up. You know these for my moms. I know. I'm just playing with you. Is she mad about the table? Yeah, I heard about it all last night when she got off work. Give her that money I gave you? Yeah, but that's not the point. I know. She's big on respecting her house. I'll come over and apologize to her. 
nah, just let her cool down. It'll blow over. Besides, I told her it wasn't your fault. Okay, I respect that. You want me to walk you home? No, I'm good. Thanks, though, she says, walking off. Well, you still coming to the show, right? I don't know. I'm still thinking on it. I don't need the dra- I don't need no drama from your cousin. I'll let you know. This your uncle big night. You gotta come. You already know you and Shaq him gonna end up making up soon anyway. He already came over my crib apologizing. <laughs> well, he sure ain't apologized to me. Just hit me up, sis, and let me know what you decide. Carmen walks off saying, Okay, Damien. And he goes to meet Shaquem at the mall. Getting crazy. I keep on looking in my review like they trailing me. I keep on having crazy thoughts. I'm drinking heavy lean. Mind moving faster than my actions. I need steady speed. Practice what you preach. I'm still evolving. It's me checking me. Hey, solid all these years. I feel I owe you some. Technically, I'm still paranoid. I'm riding around with heavy weaponry. Strapped the ARP across my chest. This bitch investing me. Trying to find a time to give a fuck is a test of me. Tried to tell myself to say fuck it, but I can't let it go. Mental trials and tribulations. Just like you, I just don't let it show. You love me. You ain't gotta say a word. Actions let me know. I love you. You ain't gotta think twice. Can call on me for show. Court dates and hearses got me sick. I need medication. Light a wood and burn that old boost. That's my meditation. Plans with no action is just a dream. Quit procrastinating. Yeah. Me props while I'm grinding. When I win, don't say congratulations. I put myself for all the shit that I done lost. Every day ain't sunny, it's ups and downs. You gotta push through. Why the fuck I feel I'm close to falling off? You ain't never gonna fall off. That's the devil talking, nigga. Keep grinding. I take prescriptions trying to kill these crazy thoughts. I'm riding solo, fuck the world. Everybody vibing off. If everybody claim they solid, white lies keep getting tossed. You fuck with them, can't fuck with me. It's certain lines you can't cross. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.